0: Soul mission had just departed on the high tide the details leader a colonel had little to offer with a few words of congratulation on a job well done he awkwardly dismissed his troops to what or where nobody was sure the men milled about for a few minutes to say their own goodbyes then disbanded in groups of two or three knowing they would likely never see each other again the colonel was the last to leave He paused on the pier, his thoughts still resting with his troops. He was an honorable sort who, while not particularly religious, did find comfort in the occasional divine request. The colonel stood at the water's edge, closed his eyes, and offered a prayer for his men, a simple plea that their treason might be lost in the chaos. Chapter 1 Christine Palmer saw it right on schedule, a waxing three-quarters moon on the horizon. Bright and beautiful in its own right, the moon began lifting up toward the stars for what would certainly be another celestial masterpiece over the eastern Atlantic. She'd always been amazed at the number of stars you could see out here, away from the usual lights and pollution. Gentle swells made a rhythmic, hollow, slapping noise against Winsome's fiberglass hull, The only other sounds were those of the boat's rigging, which creaked and groaned in proportion to the strength of the wind. Christine raised her chin into a crisp southeasterly breeze, finding it remarkable that conditions on the open ocean could vary so greatly. The first night of her trip had been like this one, calm seas and a gentle breeze. The second night had been a singularly miserable experience— A strong weather system had rolled in, pounding winsome with vicious winds and towering waves. Christine could do no more than keep the boat on course and the sails trimmed, all under a constant lashing of rain and frigid ocean spray. She'd spent most of that night on deck, wet and chilled to the bone. When the storm finally broke, late the next morning, she had collapsed onto her bunk without even the energy to remove the foul weather gear that had done so little to keep her dry. That had been four nights ago. Since then, the weather had largely cooperated, and Christine convinced herself, perhaps with reaching optimism, that such trying times were necessary to find true appreciation of life's more placid moments. It was a satisfying concept, and one she suspected would be quickly discarded in the next squall. Sitting at the helm, she twisted her shoulder-length hair into a ponytail and poked it through the back of her baseball cap. The luminescent hands on her watch told her it was 5.30 in the morning. The sun wouldn't be up for an hour. Christine tended to be an early riser, but sailing somehow magnified the trait. In the four days since the storm, her routine had taken shape. She went to bed an hour or two after sunset, set the alarm to wake up once at midnight to check the sails the autopilot and the weather then slept again until 4 or 5 aside from the one wake up call it was a natural fit for her body's circadian rhythm and it allowed her to enjoy her favorite time of day christine went below to the galley when she crawled out of the bunk each morning coffee was always the first order of business It had to be brewing before she could go topside to face the day's other issues, such as whether or not Winsome was still pointed west. She poured her fix into a big ceramic mug, the one her father had given her last Christmas. It was an oddly shaped thing, similar to the Pyrex flasks she'd used so often in chemistry lab, wide at the bottom and tapering to a narrow, round opening at the top, The mug had drawings of famous schooners all around and a rubbery, non-skid coating on the base. It was, in fact, the very same cup she had picked out for her father that Christmas. Mom had instantly seen the humor, the two sailors thinking alike again, probably even ordering from the same catalog. The pain returned as Christine thought of her father. It had been three months since Dad had died, and the hurt still came, only not as often, and it dissipated more readily. Being on Winsome seemed the best tonic. It had been a place of great happiness for their entire family this last year. She and Dad had crossed east to Europe last summer. On arriving in England, Christine flew back to Maine to finish her third year of medical residency. Then Dad had somehow coaxed Mom to England to spend a month cruising Europe and the Mediterranean. This was a terrific coup, since Mom normally kept herself a great distance from all large bodies of water. Christine had no idea what persuasions her father might